Welcome to Women on Wealth, a podcast by women for women. Our mission is to empower women to embrace the discussion around wealth, demystify finance and market-related topics, and break down the emotions that surround these decisions. Your host is Julina Ogilvie, partner and wealth advisor with Principal Wealth Partners. She's a certified private wealth advisor and a certified investment management analyst with over 20 years of industry experience. Well, welcome Martha Wells Hoffman to the podcast. I'm really excited to share your story today because you are the president of Call to Care Uganda, which is based out of Madison, Connecticut. This is a 501c3 nonprofit founded back in 2007, and its mission is helping vulnerable children and those who care for them in Uganda through health and education initiatives. So Martha, given that most of the listeners, not all, are women and mothers, I I think that your story is really going to resonate today. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So as, as you and I talked about, I wanted to keep your introduction very um, very brief because um, there's so much in there that I, I want to include in the question. So first, can you talk about the organization and and what that mission, describe the mission a little bit? Uh, sure. Um, Call to Care Uganda has been uh, drilling and installing freshwater wells in schools and villages in Uganda to improve health and educational opportunity and economic growth and saving lives. So that that is what we are really excited to be doing in the country and um yeah Yeah. amazing (laughs) and and i know we're going to get into that a lot more but um if you can step back because your bio had you had a very successful career um before you came to this initiative so how as a as a as a woman and a mother yourself how did you make this decision and and transition (laughs) Well, thanks for asking. You know, it's just, it's been a, there's no straight path to things, right? It's yeah. always a, a winding road. And um, I did have a you know corporate background at IBM and um, then moved on from there. And I started my own business as an entrepreneur in photography. And I did that while I was raising my three children. And um, for the, how I got started on it is really, it's kind of a it's a super long story and maybe for another podcast, but in a <laughs> nutshell, I followed my heart and oh, I really, I wrestled with the idea for years um, of going. And then um, on the Monday after Thanksgiving, 2006, I got on a plane and I went to Uganda and uh, I was much to the surprise of, and shock, I might add to my friends and family. Um, but I, I knew that I needed to go and I knew that I needed to see, I wanted to see what I could do to help children over there. And I saw that there were great needs um, and I saw it with my own eyes and I touched it with my own hands. And um, when I returned, I was literally compelled to get to work and setting up the nonprofit. And um, so that's, that, that's what we did. And and, yeah. and why Uganda? Obviously, there's a lot of other areas around the world that struggle with this, too. What, what drew you there? Uh, Uganda was really what was um, it, it was something that was in my it was in dreams. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, I, it's, that sounds crazy when you say that out loud, uh, but that that's the place. And yeah. 
my grandmother had a connection there. Um, okay. Shared something with me when I was quite young. And I think that it just, um, you know, it was planted as a young child. And I think that it just continued to grow. It's, and, it's amazing what happens at such a young age that is uh, instilled in you for life, right? Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's so true. You know, kids are yeah. watching and kids are yeah. here. And, and did you have any contacts over there? Did you have anyone that when you landed, you were able to call and say, I'm here. Come." <laughs> <laughs> I did not really personally myself, but I went with a couple of people who did. Okay. And then, so uh, the first time I went, I was really very much of a, you know, a listener and a follower and just eyes wide open, you know, looking around everywhere and seeing what I could see and seeing what I could do and um, really not knowing what I would do yet either. Right. Um, Just being able to be open to that. That's amazing. Well, well, um, thank you for sharing that. I, I, I grew up in South America and saw poverty at, at levels that still are in my, you know, they're in your, they're just in you, right. For, for the rest of your life. So that's amazing. It's mind bending. You think that you understand, or you have some kind of an understanding of it. Yeah. Of poverty. And then you find out that, oof, I, I really didn't. No, absolutely. And, and so, um, can you talk about, uh, sort of how this grew? How did, how did you start with that first? Well, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of listeners are saying, how do you bring, how do you bring water to these communities? <laughs> we drilled our first well in 2007. So I went in 2006, 2007, got things going and knew about this community called Agulamato Village that had 800 people that were in dire need. And I thought, how in the world am I going to do this? I don't know how to drill a well, you know, I don't, but quickly found out and, you know, found out how to raise the funding and talking to um, different groups, Rotary, um, an association of women business leaders, you know, just kind of pulling from my own resources saying, we've got to get this done. We've got to get this done. We need to raise the money and get this done. Right. Um, so that was, that was how the first one started. And now um, we have drilled 68 wells that have transformed the lives of over 56,000 people. Wow. Uh, so we feel like, um, you know, we've moved this yeah, um, through experience and in and learning um, right. of having this process now be, you know, a well-oiled machine, and uh, and we know what we're doing now. So it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> so is this a fair question to ask? Like, how much does it cost to drill a well, and are there are there what are the challenges? Like, do you, are there political issues? You know, yeah. What those did you come great, across? Well, those are really really great questions. Um, to drill a well is $7,500. Okay. And wow. It, it is a very straightforward process. And it's, it's, you know, we wanted to make, we have a, we wanted to make it as easy as possible, super easy for individuals um, who are, you know, philanthropically inclined, social justice minded to participate and to know how to get involved. And um, so we decided to productize the product process and make it easy to understand and easy to achieve. And we started something called our Legacy Well Program. And um, yeah, can you talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a great way to celebrate, you know, life's great milestones. Um, establishing a well for an anniversary, uh, birthday, memorial, 
your family's name, uh, retirements, graduations, births, weddings, you know, it's something that is going to, um, you know, it's going to help out. Imagine, imagine this, you can change the lives of a thousand people with a well that'll serve their community for a generation for only $7,500. I mean, imagine that that. it's a it's a story that was it's so cool and it's a story that's too good not to share and i'm and i'm really glad we're doing that today because it and it's not only one-sided either it's you know it it, it's there are a lot of benefits for um the donor the person um, in addition to all the benefits that happen happen on the other side yeah absolutely i'd love to i'd love to share more about that um uh, yeah, please, please do. And in this, and this is so timely with, uh, you know, Teresa just spoke about not just not only the financial considerations of different ways on charitable giving, but the impact that it has on families yeah. and creating legacy and creating of instilling value in, in your, in the future generations. And so this is exactly what you're, what you're helping, you're helping these families to do. It's planting those seeds, right? Yeah. Like we talked about, you know, it's um, so the the family here, um, they would um, receive the exact location of where this well is going to go. Not just somewhere over there, somewhere over in East Africa, right? The exact name of the exact village in the exact district. And this is the and have, um, you know, photos all along the way of the process. And you know, you're doing that currently with a family, correct? I am. Actually, okay. right now, um, I sent them an email this morning that had the next the next step of the the phase of the drilling process because let's face it, not everybody can go to Uganda. Not everybody wants to hop on a plane and go to Uganda, but right. in the current environment right now, especially travel is really tough. So this the way we handle it really um, lets people be there for every stop of the way, so they can feel like they were there. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. And how and how long? How long does it take? Um, sorry, I'm, I'm interjecting. How long does it take to drill a well? What's the timing of it? It takes anywhere from two to four weeks tops. Okay. So, um, you know, it's really a, it's really a pretty quick process uh, once wow. we get going. And yeah. Um, yeah. The, and the family receives a, a connection to this Ugandan village or school that's identified and we do all of our identification of where to drill on a needs-based um, assessment that's done by the folks that we have over in Uganda right now working with the organization. Right. So we send images throughout the project so you can be there for the excitement. And your legacy wording and chosen inscription is carved at the base of the well. And that's really important to the family here, yeah. also really important to the village because yeah. they are so grateful for who helped them. And they want to know, they want to know who that was. And they celebrate that all, all the time. Afterwards. Wow. And uh, yeah, so we also, that that's, you know, we do some other things, you know, a keepsake book and a plaque and things like that. But a lot of times right. that's not really the, that's not the crux of why you do right. it. You know, well, we, do, we do it, you know, because of, you know, what they receive, you know? Yes. Really. Yeah. And, and you said, Earl, I think you said maybe before, um, maybe not on the recording now, but the, the legacy well program is not just for families. Right. Right. But yeah, it's true. It's for, you know, it could be a school, it could be a church, it could be a civic organization. 
okay. you know, that's, we've worked with lots of groups over the years. So, um, but this, this actual program, when we've, you know, really boiled it down to, um, you know, one easy, simple way, straightforward, you know, um, that, that's right. something that's new for us. So, because it, okay. yeah, it's a, it's so tangible and yes. it's such a great, uh, way to help and way to give and, um, being able to just get that into, um, you know, people's thoughts and, um, you know, make it available to them is something we're just so excited about. No. And I applaud you because it's, it's outside of just thinking out of the box and, or creating this organization and figuring out how to build wells. Um, I think your program is such a unique way to, to, to get people more involved considering they can't physically be there. So it, that's great. And, and, I know that your goal is to have more of these $7,500 um, donations yes. through the program. However, I'm assuming you also accept dollar denominations less than that. Can you talk about the impact of, of those contributions as well? Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, any contribution that comes into us, you know, goes towards our, our programs and our projects that we're continuously doing. And if it's not a, sometimes there's a well that's gotten started, but it needs a little bit more going towards it, you know, and sure. um, those are the kinds of things that we'll do. Um, okay. you just kind of keep it. And even if it's not something that you can maybe do all at once, uh, maybe it's something you want to do in stages. You know, we can hold it, you know, as a restricted Okay. Um, in a restricted fund until you get to your mark and you get up to your well. And uh, that's something that's really exciting too. No, absolutely. Um, and we've done that, you know, a number of times, especially with schools. Sometimes schools will, a class project um, will be for their entire, you know, their entire yeah. school year. So right. we can really understand, um, you know, about the whole process and, and how to give and how they can be superheroes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> And because I, I think one of the things I really want to talk about quickly is, you know, over over in Uganda, um, when there's a village and it doesn't have any clean, safe water access, it's the girls, it's the women are the ones who have the uh, the burden of gathering the water. And it's not an easy task either. It's carrying a, you know, figure a 50 pound jug um, for a couple of miles. And when you're yeah. a girl and you, you know, for anybody, that's very, very challenging. And this is what they do all day, every day. Right. And they then don't have any opportunity to go to school. And the moms, the women, they don't have any opportunity to have any kind of um, business or any kind of financial freedom at all. So um, the, you know, the, the burdens are great. And the, the, there are no clean, safe living conditions. Right. Um, the disease is there, you know. So when a well gets dropped into a village, um, whew, it yeah. is a dramatic transformation. Um, you know, there's the common illnesses such as typhoid and diarrhea and bilharzia go away. You know, they go away. Um, the, there's change that's, you know, that's sustainable. And that's, you know, the generation is transformed. The girls go to school, the women are given back the gift of time. Yeah. That's, it's incredible. <laughs> and it's but, all from water. All it's from, all from all that one. Arts with well, water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess that explains why your nickname over there is mama. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, they, they call me Mama Martha. I have three children of my own, but I think I have thousands over in Uganda. And it's oh, just, I bet you do. It makes me feel, it makes me feel so 
filled up, pardon the pun, you know, I just going over there, especially when I go into a community that we've helped and, um, and the women, yeah, um, they see me and they just grab onto me and they hug me and they say, mama, mama, mama. Yeah. Because their lives, they're just the, you know, they've gotten so much easier and yeah. everyone should have water. It shouldn't be a luxury, you know? Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. <laughs> well, and, and what, um, thank you for sharing that. What, what have I, what have I missed that you, you know, that you would love to share in our time? Well, I think that, um, I think that if, if somebody has in their heart that they want to make a change and they want to make a difference, not to ever think that it's not possible. Mm -hmm. I think I'm living proof of that. Yeah. And, you know, we, we can all, we can all, you know, change things for the better in this world. Right. And, you know, water is a great place to start. And I think that doing something um, with your family or, you know, something that you might want to do, you know, personally, it's something that's going to make such a lasting difference. You, you just don't even know where that will start, you know, where, where that, where that will lead because right. Well, you'll see it. You'll, you'll see it in the conversations you'll be able to have. It'll give you a sense of, you know, that I've done something really, really good. I've changed the lives of Muslim people. And, and if you want to, this is the thing that's very unique about call to care Uganda. Um, Since, you know, we're not a big, you know, large, large corporate kind of entity. Um, We're very personal and may decide that you want to go over and see that place. Yeah. You want to go over and you want to go over and see it and I'll take you. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and for you, it just started boarding that flight in 2006 and going to an unknown country. And it's amazing. And well, I, I applaud what you're doing. And, and um, I'll mention that, you know, I got to meet your board members, which was so impressive as you're planning out for your, for your, you know, the future goals. Is there, is there anything from that perspective that you're going to maybe try for the first time or um, any, any are any different path that you might be going down or considering that you want to share, or are you going to stay, stay the course this year? We're really staying the course. Um, we've got, we've got something that works. We are, um, oh, you do <laughs> int- introducing this legacy well project. That's really, you know, an offering that's getting more into the hands of individuals and, um, and, and opening up that opportunity so they can see how exactly they can make a difference and how easy that is, you know, yeah. just, just to see that, you know, just having yes. people to see that and imagine. Wow. Absolutely. And, and so anyone listening, I would encourage to go to your website because you have a ton of information there and can you share that or, and also any social media presence if, if, if you want to share that as well. Absolutely. We are on Facebook and also Instagram um, and our website where you'll be able to get a lot of information and see video of actual work happening on the ground. Um, it's yeah. call to care Uganda.org. That's C-A-L-L-T-O-C-A-R-E-U-G-A-N-D-A.org. And um, yeah, so $7,500 makes all this happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Martha, thank you so much for sharing this powerful, powerful story. Uh, now I know uh, why they call you Mama Martha. <laughs> so thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. No, thank you. Thanks for listening to Women on Wealth by Women for Women. 
stay up to date by subscribing to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit www.principalwealthpartners.com or join us on Facebook and LinkedIn.